0: to the news of Sean
1: Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Billy and KC. Safeway for six, and Zach.
0: All right. So you said I got to get my thinking cap on. I don't like yes. when I got it when I hear that
2: to start the segment. Oh, I think you're going to be okay. fine. It's a little Super Bowl trivia. All right, a little a little fill in the blank. I mean, some are, some aren't. Um, there's no pressure here, Stoke. There's Thank no you. there's sure. no pressure. All right, Kistner, you may want to get your thinking cap on too because if Stokely strikes out, we should give you a guess. Okay, I'm in. So I got a handful of trivia I don't questions. Know if I like that. I pulled. I I, I did these myself. Okay. Um, I love trivia. Love, love, especially sports trivia. But trivia of all kinds, I like. Uh, yeah, dude, you're a trivia guy. You host trivia, and dude, when I was broke and trying to make this media thing work, I went and bought a a, a speaker, like a big ass speaker. My own mic, my own. Cor- I still have it all, and I uh, would do uh, Monday nights in one town, Wednesday nights in another. Five categories, movies, music, like, geography, like
0: sports. Gypsy, just kind of going all over the
2: place with your... $100 at the one spot, 125 at the other. It was 225 for the week, 1000 for the month, and that, that did a lot for me. So, yeah. But I still got the trivia uh, flowing through my yes. veins, man. You did it at Old Chicago for a while. Yes, Here. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, we'll start you off with... Um, Start you off with a, I don't want to say easy one, because as I would say before the start, what an easy question for you is not easy for the person that could be next to you. So don't be a weirdo and call out answers. All right. The Green
0: Bay Packers beat blank in Super Bowl one. The Green Bay Packers beat... Um, we all remember, uh, gosh, I mean, the, the one that I would, that just comes to mind is the Kansas city chiefs. Bingo. Okay. You're on it. Do we have like a bell? I, I, I was a like little, little bit, uh, you know, like some of these, like you, I get nervous. I'm like, you, you gotta know this. How do you not know this right there's away?
2: No, Stoke. There's no pressure,
0: it, 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 but it's easy for you to say, but it's, it's it, like, you're like, live like, on the air. There's We're no not pressure. at the bar. Like, you know, it's like, okay. They, they, right. There's pressure because you look like an idiot if you get an easy one wrong. It's not true. You're you well, you do look like an idiot naturally,
2: but it's got nothing to do with trivia. Oh my gosh. Hard to get
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so what I'm talking about, like yeah. people think you're
2: the nice guy. <laughs> All right. How about this one? This is a little bit tricky. The highest scoring quarter in Super Bowl history was a thirty five point second quarter. Back in Super Bowl twenty two by what team? 35. Um, uh, I'll say the, how about the uh, Dallas Cowboys? Good guess, because they hung some big totals on Buffalo. Right. It is the Washington Redskins. Oh. And it was Doug Williams who actually threw four touchdowns in one quarter, which is still, I believe, an wow. NFL record as well, or a Super Bowl record. Okay. Yeah. There's only one quarterback in Super Bowl history. To have both thrown a touchdown and catch a touchdown
0: in the same game, his name is Nick Foles. Nick Foles. We all remember the the play against special. Uh, yeah the Philly special play against the Patriots. So, um, which is that was a fourth down play right before halftime. I, mean, I won't forget. It. I'm like you got to kick this field goal because you can't go into halftime without any momentum, and they went for it, though, and they scored that touchdown on uh, what a great play call. They had a great play call design Legendary ready to go, man. and now people are copying that play yeah. left and right, and it just doesn't
2: work. We saw Michigan try to run this in the first half of their, oh um, in, in, their in their first drive, oh really, in the in the college football playoff.
0: Oh, my gosh, against TCU. What a an what epic, a epic. They epic. had a big
2: gash run down the middle of the field. to yeah. get set first up. play of the game. And, and you want to be cute? You want to be cute and go Philly, Philly on your fir- when it's zero zero. That was bad juju. Yeah, that was bad juju. I did not like that. The oldest starting QB to ever win a Super Bowl was Tom Brady at forty three years old. The youngest starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl was blank doing it at just twenty three years old.
0: Wow, twenty three years old. Um, who won the Super Bowl at twenty? 20- Three.
2: Um, by the way, Tom won one early in his career, right? He was twenty-four, almost almost twenty-five oh, even right. by that okay. time.
0: Yeah, young. Yeah. How about um, Ben Roethlisberger? You're spot on. Oh, okay, come okay. on! Man. I told you, man. Hey. I told you. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> oh, my All right.
2: How about this one? The most touchdowns ever scored in a Super Bowl is three done six different times by five different players. Who was the player to do it twice? So someone used to be talking about scoring three touchdowns? Yep, so like a running back or a receiver, obviously we're not talking about throwing touchdowns. In the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. To score three in one Super Bowl, it's done six different times by five different players, which means one of these guys did it twice.
0: Who had two different Super Bowls of scoring three touchdowns? I got a good guess. I don't know if it's right, but it's it, Jerry Rice. Bingo! Okay. You're on it, man. That's pretty impressive. Holy cow. Uh, Yeah. Can you uh, imagine? imagine? And now he's going just straight cuckoo. Yeah, what's Who up with Jerry? A mini helmet? Like a full-size... It's not size... even a mini helmet. It's like a crossbreed between a mini helmet and a real helmet. No, that's what I'm talking about. Like a mini helmet. Like, a, not a mini, mini. Like, it's a mini helmet. It's like one of those mini helmets like this. This is what a yeah. mini helmet is, right? It's like all blinged out. It' like, dude, why? You don't. You're I Jerry don't Rice. I don't know. You don't need to do that. I don't know. You know, like midlife crisis. Gotta yeah, be. gotta be very, very uncharacteristic. Yes.
2: All right, we're playing a little Super Bowl trivia here. All right. We're gonna do more of this tomorrow. Um, what quarterback holds the record for most passing touchdowns in a Super Bowl? With six, six passing touchdowns, what quarterback is responsible for that Super Bowl record? This is tough. I
0: will go with. I'm thinking of um, six passing touchdowns, huh? How about saying? How about Steve Young? You are spot on. On, I don't have anything in front of me. No, I'm no, just, I dude, I made these at the kitchen yeah, table I don't last even night. Have the right rundown,
2: bro. I, I, I purposely didn't put the answers in the rundown, yeah, even if you were right, looking at right. it. All right, last one here. Okay. Well, what, what am I like five for six here or years? You like got that? the Chiefs Super Bowl one right. Um, you didn't get the highest scoring uh, quarter in Super Bowl history. That was a tough one. By the way, uh, the, the Doug Williams and Washington did that against the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos were up ten to zero by the halftime. It's thirty-five to ten. Um. You got uh, the only quarterback to throw and catch a touchdown the same game Nick Foles. You guess Big Ben, the youngest starting quarterback ever. You guess Jerry R- Yeah, you are 5 for 6 okay. right now. Okay, let's finish strong. You're heading into the last question. This is tailor-made for you. Okay. The longest touchdown pass in Super Bowl history was an 85-yard strike during Super Bowl 38. Back in 2004, from what former teammate of Brandon Stokely?
0: My former teammate threw it? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, And what Super Bowl is this? Holy cow. Super Bowl 38, back in 2004. 2004, I'm trying to... Oh, oh, I got it. Two thousand four, God, that's a that's a painful, another painful year. So that's why I don't like to think back, and and reminisce. Um, that's you talking about? Uh, I was gonna say Matt Hasselback? That was later, not Matt Hasselback. That, that was that was later because that Matt Hasselback Super Bowl was um, was later. So two thousand. Wait, wait. Let me think of two thousand and four because I I was. um, with the Colts, okay, we mm-hmm. ended up losing to. Oh my gosh! Um, so this is the 2000. And, um, do you want to hit what
2: team he did it against? Uh, yeah, did it against the Patriots.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, sh- Dalome
2: to Musa Muhammad. Yeah, Jake uh, Dalome. God, that was... Uh, a, 85-yard uh, touchdown, still the longest passing touchdown in the history of the Super Bowl, Jake DeLome.
0: Is it really? Yep. And he was, um, you know, kick off out of bounds, possibly away from, you know, winning that game because they tied it up late, and they kicked the ball out of bounds, and then Brady, you know, moves them 25, 30 yards, and they kick a game-winning field goal there. Yep. Uh, but he was... People really forget really how close. close
2: that Super Bowl was.
0: Yeah. I think it was 32-29, I want to say. Yeah. They kicked the last-second field goal to win it right after the panthers had a great comeback to tie it up and um and then it just uh, you, they you just can't kick the ball out of bounds give them at the 40 yard line or awful it was, it's just was john but, fox coach of that panthers team uh yeah. yeah yeah just a um uh but jake was so close to and that was my college teammate uh so close to winning the mvp it have been the mvp of that wow game. and um uh, but, yeah, Bro Bridge is finest, the crawfish uh, capital of the world there, Bro Bridge, Louisiana, home of Jake DeLome. He's down there just running horses. He's a horse guy. I love horses, it. Horses, horses. He's I a, love it. He's a Cajun coon ass. Uh, I love Jake it. DeLome. I love it. This was great fun guy. for me. Was this fun? Oh, for yeah, me? that was great. Oh, right, we'll it it. I love, we'll do love, do great right. love, love do it I love it. i do it great job. Love it. You do great at trivia. Maybe Appreciate we get it, man. You back out in old Chicago doing trivia. Hey, or something. I'm available. You still have your karaoke
2: machine? That you I do. That up, I do. Man? I do. It's in my basement, I'm ready love to rock it. anytime. I'm a one man band. Don't don't be
0: at the karaoke bar and don't know the words, right? Let, yeah, something like that. We're,
2: we're gonna get to that real quick. This used to be my Monday for almost a half decade. Wake up. And until I got a job at our ESPN morning show back home. So maybe it was like four years. I'd wake up, do a half day of substitute teaching, go That's to the scary. go to the University at Albany.
0: What would you teach a kid?
2: i tell a kid, sit your ass down and don't right. say a word back to me. No joke. You should have seen these kids. you got to get like the six foot three guy coming in as your All substitute right. teacher. But it was good, though. I, then I'd go to University <laughs> at Albany. But it was
0: good, though. I, do I told them to shut the hell up. But it was good, though. <laughs> no, no. Was, everything was cool, though. I, if you don't yeah. set
2: a tone, they will try to run roughshod on you like they do with subs, right? Yeah. And then I go to the University of Albany, do something called Coach's Corner, where I do a five minute on camera interview for 50 bucks with the football coach, and then go home and bang out 25 questions for that night's Monday night trivia. All right. Uh, Are the Broncos getting the second coming of the Bills in Denver? Not quite going where you think we might be going. Details next.
0: Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Philly and KC. Safeway presents Stokely and Zach.
2: Are the Broncos getting the second coming of the Bills? Huh? This is Sean Payton yesterday, what Bill Parcells taught him about evaluating teams.
1: I was fortunate to spend three, my last three years as an assistant. I worked for Bill Parcells. Um, Bill's in the Hall of Fame now. He's won two Super Bowls. And sometimes our bloodlines um, find us intentionally. Sometimes we're just a product of where we ended up, so we don't get to choose Sometimes. But for me, those three years were like law school. And, and he said this to me, when you go somewhere new, and, and he said, look, when you're going to New Orleans, you have to figure out what's kept them from winning for the last 30 years. You know, he, he, you, you're going to have three or four years, or else there's going to be another young coach with another navy blue shirt and coat uh, and a suit on. Um, evaluate the people and go by what you see. So don't predispose yourself to any belief or thought. Just pay attention to what you're seeing in every area of the building. I thought that was one of the most interesting quotes from yesterday
2: for me personally, is his final three years as an assistant being under Parcells. He called it like law school and getting the advice from Parcells saying, you need to figure out what it is about that situation where they haven't won in 30 years. It hasn't been 30 years here in Denver, but it's been the better part of a decade at this point since the Broncos have been back to the playoffs. It's much the same thing.
0: Like, when you haven't won for, whatever, 30 years, you haven't won for six years. I mean, it's that's a long time in the NFL. Multiple
2: coaches, three different coaches in and out, in and out, and he references that. He said, Parcells said, if you can't figure it out in three or four years, and now it's like two or three years, where it's like, hey, if you can't figure it out, there's going to be another young coach that looks just like you, got the same dark blue shirt on, trying to do it all over again. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. uh, it 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 is you know you gotta I like the you gotta evaluate the people and don't don't go in there with any like um, preconceived thoughts on what it might look like what might needs to be done you just go in there and you evaluate when you get there and um, that's the best way to do it. Here
1: is Sean Payton from yesterday. What he learned from Bill Belichick. Got to know him. Practiced with that team probably four or five different times. And we studied closely how important intelligence was, communication, makeup, um, and that served us well later. And so uh, there is an element of discipline, and there is an element uh, of toughness. And, uh, and look, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone, but that's the approach we'll take.
2: And I know that stuck out uh, to me, you, a lot of folks.
0: It's not for everyone. Yeah. Yeah no certainly did i I love that it's it's not it's not just like you know it's the nFL it's not it's it's uh it shouldn't be for everyone, but it feels like we were just like making it for everyone mm. you know just like easy like whoever wants to be a part of this let's just have fun and just all get along and you know just let's just let's just have fun here right I mean that's not what it should be it should be. You know, discipline and toughness, and it isn't for everyone. Survival of the fittest. Like you make this football team, you've done something. It's not like just hold your hand to the finish line. Like you earn it. You got to go out there and earn it, and it's going to be tough. That's 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 just the way it has to be. And and you know, Sean so Payton with um, you know growing up and I guess learning under Bill Parcells. I mean, that's. You know that's how he learned yep. how this thing needs to be, and so I um, I like that. I I, th- I think that's the way it needs to be, and that's the way players need it to be. And and if you want to be a consistent winner, you got You got to have some of that. It's got to be. You got to walk that fine line. All the great coaches can walk that fine line of, of of being, you know, having that heavy hand and and being a disciplinarian, but also patting you on know, the back and. Uh, figuring things out and going through adversity and all those things—you got to be able to navigate all those waters. And but there has to be an aspect of it of, you know, hey, it's in for everyone. Sorry, is there is there someone that comes to
2: mind? And, and actually, I, uh, I don't even know if this is a fair question, but I'll, I'll 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 answer it for myself. Like who comes to mind on the Broncos that, like, when he says it's not for everyone, not saying it it's not going to work out, but like could be the biggest wake-up call for them. Because, like, the the name who comes to my, my mind is Jerry Judy. Like, the last three years here, and, and the back half of this most recent season was the most encouraging stuff, but there's kind of like, there's always just a little something going on with Jerry. Like, whether he's, you know, ranting on the sideline to Melvin Gordon or he's tweeting about a coach or, you know, obviously he was arrested and had to spend the night in jail this past uh, off season. Um You know, it's just been just the referee, him bumping an official,
0: checking the referee, getting a $50,000 fine, but lucky that he didn't get, you know, taking his helmet off too. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing, it was crazy. He didn't get any kind of penalty or anything. No.
2: So while it hasn't been like the world's worst, but you know, in three years, but there's, there's just a little something, a little immaturity, a little, you know, so there's something missing there. And if, if you know Sean Payton's gonna come in here and the accountability is gonna get cranked up from about a three to about a nine
0: right out of the gate, you know, I, I, I wonder I hope it's the best thing for Jerry. Yeah. I, I that 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 could be the case and that's what you hope for. Um I mean Jerry Jerry was with Nick Saban at Alabama. So, you know, maybe that maybe this that would be the best, right? And and sometimes young guys they need that. Sure. They need a little bit um more of a uh, stern head coach, and and so that that usually um, helps him more than you know you think it could be a negative, but sometimes it's a it's a it's a big positive, and hopefully that's the case for Jerry. That'd be great. That'd be great. Okay, um, good good stuff
2: there. Hopefully those lessons uh, from the Bills, uh, Bill Parcells, Bill uh, Belichick uh, can be applied here through Sean Payton. Will tonight be the last time? we see a rising Denver sports star wearing his mile-high jersey. That's next.
0: Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Philly and KC, Safeway presents Stokely and Zach.
2: Will tonight be the last time we see a rising Denver sports star wearing his mile-high jersey? Tonight, Stoke, is the last game in Denver before the trade deadline on Thursday. And, of course, I'm talking about the NBA trade deadline. I'm talking about Bones Highland, who has not checked into a game since last week against the Pelicans, where he played about five minutes and really the discord since then has just been magnified to a, a crazy level, really like the last three weeks in general. And I give I give DMACC a credit on something here that he was at the Nuggets game like three weeks ago it is now, that Bones walked off the floor into the locker room and was nowhere to be found after the game. And there's just a common speculation that I think is fair that bones got the hell out of there. Was pissed. Walked off the court. Left the arena. And since that point, since that point, these this club and this player have been on two different pages. Yeah, that's um,
0: you're spot on. It's uh, and I think the team framed it as he had a finger issue, a thumb issue, um, and but. Like, if you read into it now, I think, um, you know, that could have been the start of it or that could have been the middle of it. That could have been the end of it, really, right, where it's like the final straw. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, it's the writing is on the wall, I guess. I mean, okay, here's my question to you. I mean, do you have to move him? Like, have to 100% move him? No, definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. I mean, you still have to get a good return for him, even though it seems like, to me, you've lost some leverage yes. in this situation yes, because I... of how this has played out and how you've handled it, which I think you really don't have any other way to handle it because you want to move him. You don't want him to get hurt. And I, how, how, how do you view that?
2: Man, I think that's a really interesting point. No, Well, let's go back to what you asked. No, you don't have to move him. But the human and just a connective uh, human element is missing between him and the team. I don't care who says what there is, there's been a line drawn between, you know, uh, him and the team. When Chris Haynes went on TNT last week, it was, I think it was last Tuesday or Thursday or whatever. When he said, I talked to bones Highland and he's willing to be traded for a larger role. That for me was like, wow, he just wants out of here. um, you have lost leverage. Bones Highland stock today isn't what it was even three weeks ago. Even three weeks ago. It's not. Because the more that's coming out, it's like there's friction. He's got a bad attitude. Like, do you, does anybody else want to welcome this into their locker room? What was really wrong? Like, what was going on? You were a young player in year number two on the best team in the Western Conference, and you're stomping your feet wanting out of here? That's just not a great look for the next organization. Right.
0: Yeah, it's... uh so you don't have to move him you don't have to like but but obviously there's something there in locker room wise i know you don't have to move him but for the betterment of this team now it just seems like they've almost gone gone down this road and no matter what it's like he's got to go there's just something that's not right there's something that's not a fit with this with this team like he's an outlier mm-hmm. he's the outsider i don't know that's just the way it seems and it's almost like now, no matter what, you just got to say we got to get rid of this cancer because, you know, we're not going to be able to possibly, you know, achieve what we want to achieve with this guy around in a limited role. And he'll do more damage than good. So you're just like, hey, we'll take 25 cents on the dollar for him. Right. That's kind of, you and know. And it's
2: so unfortunate for a team like Denver who doesn't naturally acquire free agent talent. When you're picking at 26, the 26th pick in the NBA draft didn't like the NFL draft. I mean, that is, you're 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 entering like Siberia territory, you know, once you get Bye. beyond the lottery and beyond the first 20 picks. This was a 26th pick from VCU. He worked out great. He was second team all-rookie, first all-rookie member since Jamal Murray 2015. So you're like, now you're talking about like, can you get a first-round pick in return? Well, you just picked him in the first round a year and a half ago. It's like, you hope your next pick is like as talented as Bones Highland, the same guy you're shipping out. So it feels to a certain degree from like a traditional Nuggets organization. It's like cutting off your nose to spite your face. But this guy's not happy here. And the numbers say him playing with Jamal Murray is one of the worst backcourt units. And you play on the best team in the West. Like the contrast of that. And then, you know, you got, you know, uh, Jamal had a tweet last week that... Um, was like you can't. You, you, what was the? Uh, what was the? What was the? What was the tweet, guys, back there? Uh, oh, oh. Um, you're not gonna complain about what you didn't get from the work you didn't put in. And everyone speculated this was about bones. Jamal denied it a couple minutes later, saying that hey, you guys jumped up, jumped to conclusions faster than women. Like I don't know about maybe should let that pitch go by. Both of them. Right. You're the subliminal tweet and the overcompensating, like, when you've put out a vague tweet and people jump to conclusions, Right, what, what like,
0: dude... What, then tell us what you meant. Right. Well, like, explain so which is it? it? Right. Who, who are you talking about? And then like, it's like, if you don't tell us, then you're left to jump to conclusions and the low-hanging fruit is Bones Island. Of I mean, course. Come on. Of course. I mean, it, and then you get mad when people think it's Bones. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, wait, I... Well, that's what happens. You, we right. we reacted Goodness. the way that you wanted us to react when yes. you freaking hit send. That's right. And then and then and then you got people like and and I was listening to to, to the drive and there was uh, I think it was Jake and uh, DMAC who were like, yeah, I think he's actually talking about Kyrie Irving with that tweet. I'm like, what? Huh, dude? Dude, untie your brain out of that pretzel and just take it for what it is. He was tweeting about bones. Right. I, I I don't care if a hundred different people are like, yeah, I think he's tweeting about Kyrie. Wait, work. He didn't put. What do you? No, no, no. <laughs> Kyrie. No. What? No. He was talking about Bones Highland. So there's just stuff going on with this guy. Yeah. And it just feels like you may have to. You may have to take a t- take an L when you trade him. To your point, you, you made the comparison like yeah. twenty five cents on the dollar. Hopefully, it's not that dramatic. Um, but it feels like it's crossed a point of no return.
0: Yeah. Um, will this open up um, more playing time for Christian Brown? Definitely. We saw him last game against the team they're playing tonight, the Minnesota Timberwolves, 34 minutes for him. Not a lot of guys didn't play in that game, right? But still, so he got 34 minutes, 7 for 10, 2 for 2, 3 points, 3-pointers, three, um, 3 for 4 uh, from the free throw line, 19 points, and um, 5 rebounds. So, you know, just a young player, obviously, drafted in the first round this past year from Kansas, uh, but now, you know, you might see him get those minutes, a thousand percent more of Those minutes from if, if Bones a, a, is gone, a
2: thousand percent. These are these are a Christian Brown's uh, minutes in the last six games: thirty-four, thirty-two, nineteen, fourteen, twenty-six, twenty, twenty-two. These are in the five games leading up to that: six, two, ten, nine, two. So the door has totally swung open, and if if it didn't swing open, he's kicking it down.
0: Yeah, and and so I think it's it's. It's twofold now. You like what you see from this young basketball player. And, you know, you're, you're really not vibing with, with Bones Highland. And this opens up a door for um, this other young player to get more minutes. Yep. Well, all, hopefully hopefully you get, I mean, are you expecting draft pick compensation uh, plus a player or just one or the other here? Like, what are you expecting to see here once the trade gets finalized? About five or six
2: days ago, I was expecting a pick and a player. And now I'm expecting just one because his value has dropped. And now you're seeing scenarios like if they want to go get Alex Caruso, that's like a name that's out, and he's a fantastic player. He would help immediately. It's like now it's like a bones and a pick for Caruso. It's like, whoa, whoa hold on a second. Oh, huh. uh-huh. We're talking about getting you know a player and a pick in return. Now you're sending a player out and a pick for a rental in Caruso. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. There's a million, there's a million names out there. There's handful of options, but I think of the options, keeping Bones actually has now seemed the the least likely. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the organization's like, dude, screw this, screw this, young guy. You, you're gonna figure it out. We're not trading you because you want to get traded. Recenter yourself, or this could get even worse for you. Maybe they take
0: that approach. Yeah, I don't think they do. Right? I mean, you're, they they could, but it just seems like when you've sat him as long as you've sat him, um, there's just something else there. It's not that he can't play and you just you're just going to have to trade them no matter what whether it's 25 cents on the dollar Ugh. you know which, which stinks yeah. but like th- these are precious times they are you know this, they are. Th- you don't screw around with what you got going on right now and where you're trying to get by by holding your breath that Bones is you know doesn't screw things up for you and is a malcontent and just screwing things up in the locker room and you just can't take that chance. You can't gamble on that. So he's just got to go 100%. percent you, you got to find a way to, to move him. And hopefully you get something decent of value, but yeah. you, you might not. Let, let, last
2: quick thought on this before we move on. I hope there's a moment for Bones, for his own sake, where he's watching the Nuggets in the playoffs as a number one seed flying around saying, oh, and then the best scoring offense in the NBA. Like, yeah, that's the team I demanded like to get out of. The best team with the MVP, with the number 1 record, and the best scoring offense. I was playing 20 minutes a night. I wasn't getting benched. I was playing 20 minutes a night, and I started stomping my feet saying, I didn't want to be a part of that, and hopefully there's a level of introspection and a light goes off.
0: Yeah, because it is a really good opportunity. It is. To continue to learn and grow and play with a great basketball team and be part of a lot of success, and then, you know, you really haven't done enough to kind of force your way out to greater, right. to, to, to wear. You can go to
2: Charlotte and play 30 minutes instead of 20? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't know if there's something to get. All right. Uh, how long will it take Sean Payton to get the Broncos from where they are to where they were exactly eight years ago today? That's coming up next.
0: Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Philly and KC, Safeway presents Stokely and Zach.
3: Like George Jones. Smoke rolling out the window and Ice Cobier sitting in a console. Memory made up in the headlands. It's got me reminiscing
2: on the good times. Good times like Super Bowl fifty. Oh, real
3: I'm here. I saw this guy this year. The CMA's day pops was a place to go. Loaded truck, who is it? Hit <laughs> the dirt road, jump the ball, wash bread and water, light the bonfire, and call the girls King and the can in the Marlboro. I get so embarrassed,
0: I have no idea. That's no, 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 okay. You're not a country guy, no. I just like when you take a, take a guess of maybe a very popular guy. I think you've actually guessed him in the last week or so. And that talk is <sighs> getting old. You better mind your business, man. Watch your mouth. We'll
3: have to knock
1: that loud mouth out of uh, uh, our cowboy hats. hats.
3: Blake Shelton? That's, That's a good guess.
0: Jason Aldean. Okay. I, I've heard this song before. This was pop Great song. Like I'm George Jones. Love it. Smoke blowing out the window. Kissner gets the last
2: segment every day. Yes. Yes. He's a huge there's, country guy. Kisner's Corner. Yeah, Kisner's Corner. Rounding out the last segment before we walk you up to the drive. Drive. Speaking of the drive, how about d uh video? A D-max, uh, a video uh-huh. of Sean Payton yeah. a- answering the question about the quarterback's
0: coach. Right. That thing went full viral. Did it? It did, man. It was making the rounds. It was a great question, and um, it was a very relevant question because very. we talked a lot about that stuff, and it was a real answer from Sean Payton, and so it's, uh, I think... It it deserved to I I, I uh, four million 4, four million views four Dang. million views I love it um, yeah it was really really uh, I I thought it was great all the way around it was right I mean it's, it was and it's what we needed to hear yep yep I had I
2: had a our buddy in Baltimore Bobby hit me up who works you know back east and mm-hmm. you know does stuff with the Ravens he's like eh, how about D Max video putting the clamps uh-huh. on Russ uh-huh. that was on the front page of ESPN.com this morning. That, you know Peyton Peyton tells quarterback coach like not welcome or whatever the headline
0: was what if you're what if you're the quarterback coach and you're like what the heck is going on like like this thing is thanks a lot Darren <laughs> and maybe uh That's a lot maybe, maybe. it's like uh, this guy's just trying to like you know, this he, hes not calling the shots. Russ is telling him, like, come in here, do this, yeah. do that, right? This guy's probably—he just wants to chill out and like help Russ with his technique, whatever he can, in the off season, help him with his throwing, and just be part of the group. And now this guy's <laughs> getting drugged through the mud. Poor he's Jake. Like, uh, poor Jake. <laughs> poor I mean, Jake. He, he didn't you have him on your show once already? Right? He's yes. a really nice guy. Right. Everything
3: I've heard about him is like, he's super cool. He's super cool to us, and and, yeah. and yeah, most, and most like people, it. and most people you know, say that 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 no Jake
2: keeps, and he did he did this job. He did this job. He right. left. Uh, it used to be ESPN seven ten in Seattle. Now it's Seattle Sports. Um, he left his full time gig to come move here with Russ. Maybe well, call him the, reason, the, the reason I used his
3: name specifically was because I wanted to be specific. I didn't want it to be a vague thing or right. I've heard about things. It, it was a real person, you know, and it was in the building, not just on the field. It, it mattered. I thought it mattered. And nothing against Jake. It's it's got nothing to do with him, really. It's just if, it's, if it wasn't him, it would be somebody else who would be Russ's personal coach.
0: Yeah, it's well, the whole situation is just different and unique, um, and that's why you saw Sean Payton two times with <laughs> with the reaction that he had. Well. Uh, well with that one and then also later with with cliss yeah. it's just like uh, I, I, he couldn't I, he couldn't even wrap his brain around what you, what people were talking about like what you were asking him he He's just knew, like he, he, know. he knew yeah, I, 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 I don't i don't i don't think you know i don't I'm, i don't think you know I'm, not, not everything not everything
2: I don't think so. Maybe no, not okay. everything, but I, I'm 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 with you, D. Uh, I think he knew. I think
3: it may come up in the interview.
2: I, I think it did too. I, I look, so. look, look. You got Colin Coward going on his show after a four-hour dinner talking about this stuff. Mm. Uh, hard, hard for me to believe it didn't come up, but maybe not all of it. And to the extent, but I will say this: Russell Wilson needs uh, someone to come to his defense today, and I'm going to be the one to do oh, it. Do it, go for because it. Because I didn't think he was actually. I didn't think. Well you can get you guys can help me out because Mike Kliss's question to Sean Payton, I thought, while had the right spirit to it, was actually a little bit misrepresented. This Hello. is well you you're fixing to find out. Hello. This is this is this is Mike Cliss with Sean Payton yesterday.
4: You were asked in the the little gaggle out here about Russ and uh, some of the, you know, the, the office he has and the, the coaches that were on the field. Nope, uh, that, that, I'm not familiar with that, that, that relative
3: stop, to... Stop, 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 stop. Actually, he wasn't asked about the office, but go uh, ahead.
2: He said of the office and the coaches that were out on the field. I was out at training camp every single day. Mm-hmm. I never, I never, for all the criticisms I have with Russell and his team and the way they operate at camp, I never saw a Russell Wilson coach not one time
0: out on the field. Ever. No. Ever. I and that's I, a big-time distinction. I can explain yeah. what Mike is saying. I, yeah. I, 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 I uh, also never saw that. Uh, now, we saw them walking around. Yes. And, um, but he, that's know, not what also, he was talking about.
3: He wasn't talking about training camp. During the season, Jay Keeps was just standing on the sideline, on the field. Like in an area the media wasn't allowed to go to. Now it was, he wasn't like,
0: but he's on, not coaching.
3: He's not. He was but see, a,
0: that's kind of what Mike was implying. That's what that sounded he was like on the field okay. coaching. Right. And, and, right, and if you, you don't going. explain it better, okay, then Sean Payton's going to be like, wait, what? This guy's like during practice, practices <laughs> coaching, right. and he's not part of the coaching staff. <laughs> right, like that's right. why Sean Payton yes. gave the answer that he gave because he's like, because that's just going to be our coaches that we pay yes. are going to be out there. So it was a misleading question <laughs> and the, from Mike, no doubt about it. Okay, because Jake Heaps was was there physically,
3: sure. Standing on the sideline right, in right. areas the media wasn't allowed to, but he wasn't like yes. <laughs> wasn't in the middle of the drill. However, he did have access to go into the building. Sure. However, the building. Oh yeah. Whenever the he office. wanted to. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah and we documented
2: office. that. That drove that drove me crazy. And it was the whole team. And they're not you know, they're not wearing Broncos gear. They're not in the Broncos facility wearing Broncos gear. No, no, no. They're wearing
3: threes gear. I could see where that's misleading, though. Oh yeah. The whole thing, can you imagine? Brandon, just seeing some dudes like, well, it did happen in New England. Alex Guerrero was bumping around the Patriots facility. Got his ass kicked out, too. Eventually, but not after, not for a few years. He was bumping around wearing his, you know, TB12 stuff. So he wasn't
0: asked about, sorry. No. So he wasn't asked about the office. He
3: was not. Mike just sort of kind of, Mike just went there. He wasn't asked about the office. No, I didn't ask him about the office. What do you think?
0: What do you think? Do you think the office stays for Russ, or do you think it
3: goes? Maybe the office doesn't matter as much as the guy bumping around in the three gear that's his own coach. I think that matters. And, you know, I think things may have changed later in the season um, with uh, Jake Keeps. anyway. But I did see him late in the season, guys. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I saw him standing out there. And th- he wasn't alone. Uh, Russ had another personal trainer. She's a... Uh, smaller person, but she would be standing like right next to us, whoever that was. I don't know her name, or I'd have brought her up too. But it really was about Jake being in the building that's the bigger deal, even more so than standing on the sideline. It's K- about K- actually K- weird.
0: KKFN HD1 Longmont Denver. Okay, there you, go. Right, there you go. There we go.
2: But you're standing up for us a little bit. I just didn't like the question Why? because when the, there was a lot of nonsense going on this past year, but that would be a new level of nonsense.
0: If one of his coaches was actually out coaching on the field, and that's the kind of way yeah. I think Sean Payton took it. Yeah, same, um, same. And, and when he when he heard the question, so <laughs> he, he uh, might have been caught. A li- that's like, why. That's why I'm saying that Sean Payton. It, it's like he doesn't really know everything that was involved. Like maybe yeah. he knew that hey, Russ does have a group, and you know he has this. But like when you tell Sean Payton that, you know, it's like wait, what?
2: And it actually falls under the umbrella of what. Could be possible given what yes. he already did know. Because do you hear the do you hear the pause in his response to Cliss? Yeah. Like do, do we do we have that? Do we have that exchange? Like the pause. This is not edited. This is how. Sh- and I believe during this pause, he's actually processing what the hell Mike yeah, just right. said. <laughs> Listen to this.
1: I'm not familiar with that relative to okay. what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to hire the coaching staff. Um, there's going to be a certain. method of of how we practice and how we prepare and so what was done prior uh, obviously uh, some of it unique or maybe some of it very common uh, is of no importance to me certainly we're not going to have private individuals out there coaching. <laughs> right. um, if they're on our staff, they'll be out there. Did you hear that last part? He had a glitch there. No, like, no. no, no, it, no yeah. The no, last part not, when, he, yeah. when he
2: says, we're not going to have private coaches out there yeah. coaching. So yeah, 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 he yeah. took Cliss's question the way that it was right. delivered. He yeah. did, yeah, at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, it's. I mean, all that stuff's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Right, but certainly I think it's going to be a lot different for us. Why Why do you, you guys think that it took a life of its own and, and the, the,
3: you know, why do you think it just like kind of exploded over the past 24 hours?
0: Well, because it was a big conversation from the get-go, from training camp. When we, we talked a ton about it, just the access that his entourage had. And le- even leading up to the season. Right, that's what we talked about, you know. Is is well, Russ? You know, his people have to have you know certain amount of hotel rooms, and they have to be on the team plane, and he travels deep, and you know all these things, all these special things, and so it's, it was it was a conversation before we signed him, uh, when we traded for him, and then it continued, and then he didn't play very well. Do you uh, think that really didn't top of it bother players? Do you guys would it a thousand percent bother it your teammates? If, you if, guys? Well, if it's Peyton Manning and he's if, if Russ is playing great. I'm cool with it. Like, whatever. Like, that stuff happens. Like, some people get better treatment than others. It's just the way it works. Um, and, but it, you got to play well. And so, if it was like Peyton got, you know, a few extra things and, and this and that, it's like, okay, what's well, Peyton stinking manning? I mean, look, what, what else are you going to do? What, what are you going to say about him? So, I wouldn't care. But you got, but if you
4: don't play well, yeah, now it becomes a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that was the problem. He's got all this extra stuff. And he's out there putting up the worst performance any Broncos offense has had in the last, what, since the 60s? Yeah. Andy Dalton threw more touchdowns than Russell Wilson. So it gets, <laughs> on, it gets on your nerves eventually. Right. Oh, I mean, not even eventually, but, like, right away. It was, Right away it's like, hey, what, you know, What? he's his own office. Who's this coach? Who's this guy? You know, and it's like, well, I mean, if he, he starts playing good, and you're like, oh, well, it's working. So I guess keep doing it. Because if he's playing, it's not working, it's like, hey, maybe this guy. If he's playing good, you're having success. Right. Exactly. And and, the, and it's,
0: it's best for the defense. So, like, it's like all good. I mean, like this is the way sports works. You know, Cal Ripken Jr. stayed at different hotels and Kobe stayed at different hotels or whatever than than the team. And, mm. um, you know, LeBron's not treated the same as, as someone else. That's just the way it is. Right. I mean, the stars are the stars for a reason. They have to get treated um, a, a different yeah. way. And if, if Russ comes here and he's a star, OK. It's fine. You, but mean, you didn't know get we, a few extra hotel rooms. You get a few extra seats on the flight and office. All good. We're all eating. We're all happy. Yep. You know who seemed to take off? That was just the regular average
4: fan. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. The fans. Well, seemed- why? Why? Because the fans. Because he didn't perform. That's why. I think. And he's super cringy and just unrelatable.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. And that last word you use, and the cringy is spot on. But when you become unrelatable as the most highest paid and you suck at your job, that is a unique kind of intersection.
3: And the fans get jealous.
2: Or no, angry. not jealous. Or it's
3: like, yeah. I mean, you like, all yeah. your
2: hopes were with this guy. You're trying to come out of the worst stretch of Broncos football in the NFL history, and this guy called his shot to such a degree that was literally talking about Super Bowls, that put a Lombardi spray-painted onto his cleats, and, and then you go out and lay an egg and throw
3: 16 touchdowns. I mean— Do you think our society just wants to see people who have had a lot of success fail
4: at some point? Oh, Yeah. Absolutely, everybody loves the the downfall.
3: <laughs> but I
2: don't think Broncos country was relishing in like Russell Wilson's Bro- downfall. No, they were I'm
4: genuinely
1: like... angry. Yeah. This was this was yeah. a national. Story. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. right. This yeah. this went
4: beyond Bronco land. Well, well, it's this... different, right? So for the, for the for people that love the Denver Broncos, it was just a huge disappointment. They were angry. For the rest of the country and really the world, they were just kind of watching and saying, "Wow, what a disaster." And they loved it. They loved seeing the drama behind it. They loved the high knees. They loved yeah the, all that cringe. Let's stuff. ride. Yeah, you know that let's ride stuff was so cringy from the day from day one. I remember Laura Rutledge's face when
2: whatever primetime game it was when he hit with the less ride, and she was just like, oh, just like shrinking
0: like. Oh, we're still doing it, and I think it has to do also with you know when you come to town and you purchase like the, the highest priced house in the you know history of right. the Denver it's all that. market, yeah. and, and and then all of a sudden you know you get the you have the huge contract and and because when you think ha- about don't it, don't perform well, well. people you know it, it's like dude, and he was a leader of his own hype machine, yes, right. Oh, but yeah. think about Russell Wilson. So he he donates unbelievable
3: amounts of personal time, money to charities. Okay, he's a loyal husband and a dad. He's had tragedy in his life with his dad dying. His mentor guy, Trevor, whatever his name was, just dying a couple years ago. I mean, everything on the surface is is an underdog who's actually really succeeded. So why do people hate him? Because the underdog crossed over into something
4: else he never was. He's lost it, yeah. He
3: lost the underdog.
4: Yeah. Totally. That's where his relatability was, was being an underdog and being the guy that, you know, everybody counted him out and didn't think he was good enough. Third round pick. So if he's not the underdog, who is he right now? He's the prize fighter who
2: is on his last legs, it seems like, and is still demanding pay-per-view
3: money. I mean, Ross is... Can you compare him to anybody else in sports history? Because usually those, those those inspirational dudes, everybody roots for those guys.
2: But he's no longer inspirational. When everything is branded, when everything mm-hmm. is about framing you in such a way, when you don't take your sunglasses off... So is he it, is it like a Kardashian? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He's Serena, full Hollywood. Full Hollywood. Serena Williams' last match in Queens. Mm-hmm. Everyone was there. Mm-hmm. LeBron, Tiger. It was a who's who of the who's who. Only one couple didn't take their sunglasses off. It was Russell and Sierra. They view themselves in such a way, like Kyle Brandt from NFL um, Network said, you know, the NFL Awards. It's the NFL Awards. He said, no, we're not talking to you. It's like, you think you're Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. You're not Jay-Z and Beyonce. So, Beyonce just became the number one Grammy artist of all time, and Jay-Z is Jay-Z. Russell Wilson's never got an MVP vote. Yeah. So, I think it pisses people off sometimes when you carry yourself a certain way that is totally flies in the face of the average Joe. Honestly, you want to know who it, carries himself a lot like an average Joe
4: that had the, way more success than Russell Wilson ever had? Is Peyton. Yeah. Well that's what I kept saying all season. I was like, Peyton never did any of this stuff. He was just one of the guys. Yeah, but he was in millions of commercials. I mean, Yeah, but he didn't act yeah, but when he didn't act like a weirdo. Like Like, he didn't act like, oh, I'm above all this. He certainly made a lot of money in endorsements and other things that Russ was trying to do. He did, he did Yeah, but there's a way to go about it. You know, there's a way to go about it and still stay humble and still stay relatable. Do you think Peyton Manning would ever wear his own jersey? Never.
2: Only
3: if he was goofing on himself. Yeah, right. Yeah, only to make like, fun of himself and he not actually, to be yes, serious it. He actually it. did it and he tucked it in, which everybody made fun of him. You know, but he was it was in an event that like yeah. he had to you were supposed to wear your jersey. Like
2: do yeah. you, you yeah. think sort of Peyton Manning would ever release a hype video with chauffeurs opening doors and stuff for him?
3: Like sponsor sponsor <sighs> no. tweets on game day when you're two and seven? And he would be shown like not being able to get an Uber ride or something. It would be self deprecating. Yes. Which which was funny because Peyton was one of the more in-your-face aggressive, you know, win at all costs, dude. You de- like he could be a jerk, sure, on certain things, sure. you know, um, but not not his public image. His public image is always kind of like, gee, gosh, golly, you know. He really is. He's really pretty intense, as we saw when he was yelling at the flag football. Oh, he's intense, movie. yeah. Peyton's Eli, Eli is just kind of.
1: Yeah, he's O-di-do, he's O-di-do, a wallflower like compared all the time. to Peyton. Yeah, he's
3: got a. Eli's actually got a really great sense of humor, and I was blown away how his Giants teammates truly did look up to him. But I, I, I think, I think Peyton has to hide a little bit of his intensity because I don't. I think he knows it, it actually wouldn't it's come a, off. Yeah, that great. yeah, it wouldn't come off. <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't have really social media. He doesn't really do anything else. I mean, he's, you know. He knows what he's doing. Russ you know? was
2: just so extra. If I could, just, I if mean, I could just reduce it down to just a sentence, Russ was just so extra in a year with really high expectations that ended up being the most disappointing Broncos season maybe in the history of the franchise, and he was at just the, the center of it pushing Dolce Cabana so how at do you a think, store in Cherry
3: Creek Shopping Center. How do you think it's going over with him and Team 3 the past 24 hours? Because this, I mean, this is obviously just you know, everywhere. How do you think? How do you think that's going down with them? I
2: don't know. I, I don't. I, I really don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. I mean, because if this truly is, then like people like moved here for him. Yeah. Like not one person, not two people. Like a house full of people like moved for Russell to like support him. And
3: by the way, how do you think George Payton felt about all this? Because he guys he allowed it.
4: Oh yeah. I mean, he, let's be honest, man. He he could have he could have squashed it. It's probably it. something he's ne- he's probably just like, whoa, what is happening here? You know, it probably caught him off guard, and he just was like, all right, whatever you need. Like, right, but George Payton yeah. could, have, could have been the bad guy.
3: He could have. He was the boss. He could have said no. He, he could he, have he said no. He set such a tone. You really just have a problem with him, don't you? I do. I can't. Well, I don't now, because he's, you know, I mean, whatever now. he's You know, he's the, <laughs> he's, he's going to do errands for, you know, Sean Payton, so now I don't care. It really is. You <laughs> I, know, me I, I did, though. You, I did, yeah. Me sure. and Stoke were talking about it in,
2: in hour number one. It really is one of the worst off seasons in the history of any general manager in any sport Mm. the mega trade the mega contract with two years that were still left on the old contract this your big free agent signing was randy gregory which just turned out to be a disaster but the disaster that it was was the disaster that it's always been with gregory bringing back melvin gordon you guys see melvin Melvin at the super bowl practice squad quarterback making himself available for media saying he never had a chance in Denver. Never had a chance, bro. Devontae <laughs> Williams got hurt in the third week. All you got was chances. You led the oh, league in fumbles, he had so many chances, and you kept That's on ridiculous. getting chances. And it's like, yeah, they want Devonte to be the guy. I was, I, I, I didn't stand a chance. It's I like, like, ridiculous. Dude, you, look life, you look at life, you look at life totally upside down. I just, I would love the filter that Melvin. No, I actually don't want it because he, it's, it's always a bad day but for Melvin, on, no matter what.
3: He's still on practice squad, right? because yeah. I'm seeing him do interviews. I'm like. Did I miss something? Is he on the team? I mean, he is, but it's practice squad. He's not on the 53. He's not. He's not going to play. Do you guys? Do you guys remember that?
2: You guys remember Andy Reid's birthday when he got the burger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back yeah. and watch that video. Watch where Melvin starts in the video, deep in the hallway. He ends next to Andy Reid with his arm around him, celebrating his birthday. Melvin's just a trip, man. I Melvin's Melvin's a whole deal. Hey, he's gonna get a ring though. <laughs> what a Melvin!
3: <laughs> what a Melvin! <laughs> All right, well, off and rolling. Yeah, the reaction to everything with Russ is, um, I mean, it, it, it's dude. That little video's got four million views. I mean. W- what is the anger with Russell Wilson? Why do people? We just, we, just yeah, we just laid it all out. Yeah, we just laid it all out. Why do people you? want to have him just put in his place? It's it's wild. But we do have some news about who the Broncos are losing as coaches and who they're hoping to get. So we'll go with that. We got the Avalanche back in action. You got your Nuggets. Yeah, Nuggets are going to win tonight. They right? are. Yeah, I think they actually win big. And we got Super Bowl fifty Fifty Eighty today. Yeah, eight A- years ago. Anniversary. And, and Andrew Mason, happy anniversary. That's awesome. Andrew Mason caught up with um, uh, Jason. No, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. About Derek. (laughs) And we'll hear what Travis has to say about Derek. All part of the show, The Drive, on the fan. Should have never gave me money.